Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Kaleidoscope FM podcast. All right, so I'm sure that you've all heard that you are what you eat. And this is true, but I'm going to put a twist on it and say that you are what you consume. And by consume, I'm referring to everything that we read, see, hear, what social media we're looking at, what TV shows or movies we're watching, uh, who we interact with, all of it. And I don't think this is anything particularly new or revolutionary, and so I'm not going to be catching you off guard, but that is the premise for starting today. And I want you to first imagine yourself in, I don't know what they're called, but like a security room with all those different screens. So imagine you're the security guard. And now imagine all like somewhere between like nine to 12 screens that are just displayed in front of you. And on each screen, there's different things that are being recorded or just playing, whether it's, uh, maybe it's like, I don't know, like you, you running around a playground when you're a little or something like that. Just, just imagine those screens. Okay. Uh, now what I want you to realize is those screens are, this is literally portraying what is happening in your head 24-7, essentially. Uh, maybe, like, you would take one screen off because how I'm trying to convey this is one of those screens is what is happening in real time slash reality in the present moment. And then think of the collection of all the other screens are things that you know when you can just be walking around and then let's say you pass by an herbal shop or something and you smell lavender and then lavender triggers a memory and then all of a sudden you're thinking about when you were a kid and your mom had like lavender on your pillow. I, that's a really unrealistic thing but you get my point uh, that throughout the day we're, we're in the present but then we'll also think of things that relate to the past and the future and then we also have our daydreams or things that we just randomly think about when we're learning or we see something uh, and it's just some, uh, it's a thought that passes our brains and sometimes it's just a thought and other times it is something more visual. And so when I want you to be thinking about and picturing yourself as this security guard looking at 12 different screens, I want you to consider what it is that is going across your brain on a daily basis. Because this is essentially your input feed. And what you're consuming on a daily basis is going to have huge implications for what you're thinking and feeling and consequently how you act on every day. And over time that really accumulates. So I, I'm just going to give you some examples. Um, so let's say, because I'll, I'll just like take some examples for myself. Um, like, for instance, I could say that on my screens I have, I'll, I'll like go back to when I was deeper in 
my body image struggles. It's actually so hot <laughs> for summer now that um, actually transitioning into summer, I was feeling, I think a lot of people start to feel that, oh no, it's summer. I, I'm not, I don't have a summer ready body and there we go with the shame already. And that is something that with the change of seasons, I think is pretty common for people to experience, especially because just on the radio every day, I keep hearing about liposuction and these diets that are on the radio drives me so insane. And I'm just like, would you stop already? Because it's a matter of ugh, just shaming us for and trying to get our money anyway. Back to what I was talking about. So I'll give you an example of my security guard watching different channels from back in the day when I was much, much more struggling with my body. I'm not saying that I like absolutely love my body because that isn't necessarily what we're striving to achieve. We're striving to achieve body neutrality, which is not hating your body. <laughs> um, so back in the day, I would say I would have maybe one screen that is a memory of a time that I felt ashamed of my body and then maybe another channel where I'm I actually so pro tip you can make a bunch of different uh I don't really use Instagram that much I really need to start using it to um for this podcast because I wanted to post content but I'm still working on that but back in the day I had an Instagram that I specifically didn't want to connect with friends just because I didn't want to use it to connect with friends uh, because I felt like that's I already have other ways where I connect with friends and so I had set up an account where I just followed a bunch of uh, like fits fits people well, what is the term I, I don't know why I'm like blanking on the term right now um, Anyway, it, a bunch of like female exercise fitness gurus essentially who all have like madly ripped bodies and things like that. And I wasn't really following them, I told myself, because of their bodies, but because I, I do enjoy exercising and I like going to the gym and there are one, they like they show their different exercises and I thought, oh, this is like good because I can learn some new exercises that I can do in the gym or from home and I told myself that it was beneficial but if I were to actually take stock of when I was looking at their exercise videos and applying it to my life in order to do said exercises it never happened and for me personally just looking at a bunch of like hot female bodies was very triggering to me uh, and so eventually like I just completely had to stop following those people on Instagram even though there's nothing wrong with them well I mean they're definitely there are people that can not be great to follow because they spread not accurate facts information but I digress moving on uh, so that's another example so the social media what intake um, you're looking at then imagine like on another screen I I think I've mentioned in the past how my boyfriend really wanted to watch, what was it, uh, WandaVision when it first came out, which is based in the Marvel Universe. I didn't even know, I didn't know what the Marvel Universe was. Um, and so I got into a, a era of my life where I was watching a lot of the Avengers and Marvel things and 
Although I would say that's predominantly male-based, um, there are definitely the females who are, I mean, regardless of that, but in many, like almost all social media, there is a lot of portrayal of the perfect body image for both men and women. And so I think that is actually very difficult to avoid if you want to watch anything, but just be cognizant of that as well. Then maybe on another screen, I would uh, have, like, so this is something that was driving me insane recently, actually, because, so I do enjoy going to the gym, and I really needed new gym clothes, and you know when you, like, look at some, something um, to purchase online, all of a sudden you're getting targeted ads? I've gotten so many targeted ads from different uh, gym clothing boutiques, stores, and they're always, like, on these model these female models with super super skinny weights waists and like really large bums because that's apparently the thing now um to grow your booty uh which like I've never had like an aspiration to but I'm like that's not my my that's not what I'm looking for uh so anyway I I've actually like taken to when I get those targeted ads they make me so irritated that I go to because normally it's on Facebook that I see these and I'll go and there's like a feature where you can click like hide this ad or something and then it asks you why and I just say like personal issues or something. I don't know. I get so mad about it. But that, that was another thing that like I kept seeing like all these models in like gym clothes and I was like I don't want to see these. I just wanted new gym clothes. I don't want to see all this all the time. Uh, but that's something that is on one of my channels because clearly it's something that I was visually seeing even though it wasn't there because I wanted it there but it's still being targeted at me. So that was another channel on my security screens. Uh, and then let me see. You can also just remember um, times that other people have put themselves down and if you go back to my... I have an episode on shame and I mention how even if you're not actively shaming yourself, the nature of other people shaming themselves makes you question yourself and whether you should be shaming yourself. And so even just other people being upset with their own bodies can be hugely consequential to how you feel about your own body. And so that is something to be considered. So I just listed, I think, five different like channels, so to speak. And those are just, that's just like barely scratching the surface. Uh, and if you're looking at, like hypothetically in my scenario, I'm just going to go with like 9 to 12 channels. If you're looking at 9 to 12 channels and already half or more are all these different things that are making you feel bad about yourself, of course you're going to have negative thoughts, feelings, and then actions that try to solve the, what you consider the problem, which is your body which is not the problem, that isn't the problem at all. So what we really need to do about this is, uh, I really just want to get real sassy here and be like, so if you're a security guard and you're watching a bunch of TV channels, well guess fucking what? You can change the channel on all the TVs. Change the channel. And what I mean by that is to... So uh, there's a multiple different things that you can do to change those channels because as I mentioned, some of it is in the present, some of it is in the past, and then other things 
are maybe daydreaming about the future, just random other things that you're thinking about. And so how are we going to tackle all these different areas in order to change the screens on our feed to have a different input to get a different output, so to speak? So the first thing I would recommend is to identify your triggers. And so as I mentioned, clearly, if it wasn't already obvious by how upset I was getting, the 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 gym clothes like model people are hugely triggering to me, both from the ad perspective and then also following on social media. And if you find you aren't sure how to identify your triggers, think of it as Become more aware of what makes you feel not good. Um, like if you get like a sinking feeling, because typically that's what happens to me when I start to ebb towards something that's bothering me, uh, which is triggering. So for instance, uh, I didn't actually delete the Instagram that I had that I mentioned that where I follow different fitness people. Occasionally I'll go back and look at it and I instantly notice when I do look at it that I do start to compare myself and it's triggering. And so that's another one. You need to stop comparing yourself to other people. Uh, so a way that you could do this is to diversify what your intake is, particularly on social media or what you're watching. Um, also just be cognizant of who you're interacting with. What do they talk about? Are they constantly down on themselves? That kind of thing. Um, then also you need to stop body checking. This is something that's very difficult. <laughs> and so I have two, two things that I could say. So what does body checking even mean? Because I didn't know what that meant for a while. It's something I came across when I was starting to recover. But body checking means when essentially you look at a mirror and you kind of do that thing where, oh, I don't like how my arms are flabby or I don't think my legs look toned enough or um, like I, I'll put on short shorts and I was like, eh, I don't necessarily feel that comfortable in these. So doing that thing where you're judging yourself essentially is what body checking is. And you need to stop doing that. And so some ways to help prevent that is one, I actually, cause I had these full length mirrors in my house and I noticed that they were very triggering to me because I would do that thing where I would say, I feel like my arms don't look toned enough or uh, my legs or my tummy, typical things. And then I thought, you know what, <laughs> looking at this isn't helping me. And if I don't look at it, I'm not self-conscious about it <laughs> because I, I, I'm focused on how I feel in my body, which I, I feel good. But then I look at myself and I don't like how, how I look and so then I thought you know what I'm just going to get rid of my mirrors because actually I heard someone mention that so there's that's one of two things you can do you can either get rid of your mirrors which I chose to do um or what someone else said which might actually be the healthier approach in my opinion but I just didn't do it for myself uh someone told me that they instead of like getting rid of their mirrors, they chose to, when they looked in the mirror, to like talk themselves up and say, you know what? I freaking love my like, jelly butt. 
I don't know what they, I mean, this isn't like an accurate story of like what they said, but they were like, I, I just like find ways to make myself like more feel better and like look in the mirror and feel confident with like what I'm seeing in the mirror, which I think that is probably the better thing to do. It's just that I didn't really have the, the, the stamina to like try and talk myself up, which is something that maybe I should work on. So it's not, I'm not flawless. No one is, but just saying those are some some ideas to help you with body checking. Then, uh, so another thing that you're going to have to do is to heal from past memories because as much as you do in the current moment, you st still will probably have past memories that have negative feelings associated with them. And that's going to be difficult if you're... If you can do like all the healing in the present, that's great. But then you're still kind of, you've kind of got like a ball chained to your foot, so to speak. So I do have an episode where I talk about that, which is identify and overcome limiting beliefs. I forget which episode that is. Uh, so there's that one. And then also maybe emotional eating. That's another episode that I have recorded, which might help identify triggers and learn how to deal with them in the moment. That's another tip. And then, do do. I'm just, I, I started like reading, I wrote these down as a list and then I just started going out of order. So I'm sorry that these are a bit like jumbled. I'll need to recap these. Oh, this is a big one, especially because of summer. I'm dying of the heat, especially because I don't have AC in my apartment and all I've got is a fan and my fan it, it really just blows hot air around. Uh, it really doesn't do much for me. So, but that, that's a different story. The reason, like, I don't have AC is because I'm moving soon and I'm not going to get my landlord to come, like, put it in for two weeks. Uh, anyway, that's a random tangent. I don't need to go down. But getting clothes that make you feel comfortable. And so, for the longest time, I've definitely bought clothes that, like... They fit, but they were kind of tight, and I thought when I looked in the mirror that they looked pretty good, and so I thought, eh, I mean, like, they look good, so, I mean, I guess we'll keep them, but if they're in any way slightly tight or uncomfortable, I don't think you should be wearing them, because it's, well, if it's not triggering to you, well, great for you, but it is highly triggering to me to be in clothes that are tight, because it makes me think that my body isn't small enough for the clothes, whereas that is not the right mindset to have because your body is fine. Uh, so also another thing in relation to clothes is get rid of the clothes that you have that are like three sizes too small that you think, oh, if I just lost 10, 20, 30 pounds, I'd fit into this. I kid you not, I had a dress that I bought when I was in high school. I must have been like 14. And I've kept that and I kept that dress up until about a few months ago when I thought, I'm never going to be this size. I, well, I mean, like, maybe if I, maybe if there's an apocalypse and I starved, like, I'd maybe make it to that size. But, like, it was, like, ridiculously smaller than my current size where um, I, I think that if I did reach that size, it would probably be, it would probably mean that I'm very unhealthy, which is not something I want anyway. So... I was really sad because it was a dress that I absolutely loved and I wish that I had it in a size that actually fit me. So I really wish I had bought it in a size that 
made sense. But uh, eventually I thought, you know what, I really need to get rid of this because there's no reason to have something to quote unquote strive for that is going to be achieved through unhealthy means. So throw those things away, give them away. Those are only a, like a version of shaming yourself, which is not called for. Uh, oh, so then like another one you, uh, this is another tip. Um, you need to identify diet culture and shame, which I kind of alluded to with my my irritation with all the the diets that are on the radio right now. Um, I kid you not, I've heard it so many times because I need to go to the laundromat to do my laundry because I don't have laundry in my building. And so I'll go to the laundromat and when I'm just sitting in my car waiting for my laundry, I'll have the radio on. And they've talked about liposuction and this like, this particular diet, I forget what it's called, but they, they said that they, they get like a test of your DNA and like figure out like what hormones you need or something. I was just like, this sounds so utterly ridiculous uh, that I was just driving me super up the walls. Um, but in any case, though, just recognizing things that are diet culture and slightly shaming are great ways to, to combat these particular issues of like not feeling good about yourself. Because uh, actually I've noticed that when I can get angry about something that's like trying to shame me, I, it like makes me feel so much better about myself because I'm just like, you can't shame me, I'm amazing. <laughs> I really hope that that is what you take away from this, uh, but not in such a particularly strange, weird fashion like I just portrayed. Um, in any case, so um, I'll just recap. Things that you can do. One, identify your triggers, um, which includes healing and changing from the past. Uh, two, well, that actually is um, a recap of what I just mentioned. Healing from past memories. Three, changing uh, what your intake is as far as your content goes from social media to what you watch to what you're doing on a daily basis, yada yada. Um, four, stop comparing yourself to others. Five, stop body checking and judging your body. Uh, these are definitely strangely out of order. Anyway, six, getting clothes that you feel comfortable in and getting rid of the ones that you have that don't fit you. And seven, identifying diet culture and things that are causing shame and not paying attention to those. Those are my top tips for how to change the channels on your screen. If we go back to the example that I started with at the beginning, you are the security guard. So you're literally the security to your mind and you get to control all the channels that you're watching in your brain on a daily basis. And so that is up to you to figure out what channels you're going to watch and therefore what you're going to be thinking, feeling, and acting on a daily basis. All right, that's it for me. I hope you guys are having a good day and I'll talk to you later. Bye.